What's up, chicks, dicks, and everything in between? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. So get ready for our... What are you laughing for? I don't know. Get ready for our... Damn it, I can't think of one. Salty <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a nice little adjective to throw in there that would piss you off. Did also, you miss yeah. some part? What, yeah, what, what, what kind, what's our name for our oh, podcast fuck. again? <laughs> That's why I giggled because it Wait. didn't sound right. Okay. <laughs> you, were like, you, you were so Wait. like... I know, I was so... You snapped at me and I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Strong maybe I'm wrong, baby. Okay, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Hold on, you're going to have to start let's it again, <laughs> bro. <laughs> let's try again. <laughs> yeah. That could be the What's up, chick sticks and everything in between? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Speed. <laughs> listening to Two Salty Broads. So get ready for our salty surprise. Take two. You hey. did so well. I'm so proud of you. You know what? I think there's something in this Diet Shasta cream soda. <laughs> <laughs> it's hitting. <laughs> Is it? It's tiny just, bubbles. It's been in the fridge in since my Shasta. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in the fridge since Halloween. So maybe it's fermented. By now, maybe, maybe. that would be cool. Let's see, it says BB nine thirty twenty three though. I don't know what that means. Best Buy. Oh, nine twenty three. Okay, so it's still good. Yeah, I think still we're fine. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to blame my stupidity on something <laughs> other than my stupidity. You know. <laughs> you know that's fair though. I do that all the time, so it's okay. It's okay. Oh, so today's episode is talking about something that you and I are currently not wearing. I don't think you're wearing makeup are you wearing makeup well no i'm not okay so yeah while we're not wearing it at this moment we do wear it and we have probably not as often as i should to be honest well but but like who's to say what you should and should not do you know like yes like society expects women to look a certain way especially in professional areas and and a lot of that has to do with wearing a certain type of makeup or looking a certain way with or without makeup, which Mm -hmm. usually is with makeup. So I guess like there's a pressure to wear makeup more often, but yeah, I think for me it's more like sometimes I reflect and I'm like, damn, I need to try a little bit. So whether it be brushing my hair or I haven't done today, putting on makeup or, you know, it's not so much society wants me to. It's more like, bitch, what's going on? You feel more complete when you wear Yeah, are you well? I would just I want to see some effort, you know, not other than the bare minimum yeah. to just continue on. So for me, it's like not even a society thing. It's just a, you tried today, gold star. How often would you say you wear makeup every week? Sometimes I've gone complete weeks without doing it, so I don't me know. Too. It's, I think... As I've gotten older, I am, like, worried less about it. I think of, like, my freshman year of high school. I think I was much more on top of showing up with mm-hmm. my aggressive under eyeliner. Then mm-hmm. now I'm like, mm, nah, no, forget it. Could it also be, and, and this is just because you and I are in the unique situation of, I guess it's not as unique as it used to be, but we work from home, right? So we don't necessarily, and at least in my, my company, we don't really put the camera on, so. Oh, we always have our camera on. Oh, okay. But I never have makeup on. Okay. Well, 
But I do see people that do, and I'm like, Good you got you. up to do that? Yeah. Why? You're home. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Nobody's going to be like, wow, nice blush. <laughs> no. No. Well, and so depending on how how much of a face you're going to put on, right? Mm. Um, it can take like half an hour to just do your makeup if you're doing like a full face. I think it could take more than that. I've definitely taken longer to do that. Like if you're doing like club makeup. but cl- so, so club makeup is a different, I, I would put that in its own different category. Oh, right? okay. We're talking about everyday work professional Oh, okay. Makeup. Yeah, I guess if about 30 minutes. If you're doing a full face, yeah, it'll mm-hmm. be like 30 minutes, right? You got to do your your face stuff and then whatever for your eyes and make sure your eyeliner is even, which. It never is, though. No, it never is. And yes. why should it? <laughs> My eyes probably aren't even, so why should my <laughs> eyeliner be? That's, whenever I uh, I smile, one eye squints and the other one doesn't. So maybe I just have to do like a bigger right cheat on one yeah. side, make them look more symmetrical. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the point of makeup anyway? To enhance yeah. features and fix shit and make it look different. Yeah, I don't know. So you mentioned that um, freshman Lindsay would have probably been more been better i guess at doing her makeup before class or before school or before going out right the word better what is okay more consistent yes consistent with wearing it yeah Mm -hmm. probably not the skilled no but when did you first start wearing makeup and what was it do you remember four shut up what well so there's this like i feel like every family when you're little you have like infamous photos everybody's got like a couple that are like just key photos that are brought up in families a lot. And one of mine is, I think I'm like four or five. I might even be younger than that. I'm not sure. Whatever age you are where you can like ambulate on your own. So you can kind of like get into trouble on your own. Yeah. And I think it was four. And so I've got like psycho crazy hair. It's all up. And I have my mom's lipstick like all over my, like I put it on my face and I like just completely destroyed the stick because I painted my face with her lipstick. Oh, yeah. And I guess that was a thing. My mom always had to hide her makeup because I would like get into the cupboards and I would find it and I'd draw on the walls <laughs> and on myself and shit. Wow. So technically four. Mm. But when I was doing it with any coloring inside the lines, we'll say, knowing where shit went, I want to say maybe like seventh or eighth grade, like middle school, mm-hmm. when, when, was, when it was allowed. So, like, events. I wasn't showing up to school because I went to private school, so that was, like, oh, couldn't really be doing that. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it was a school dance or something, I would for sure put some on then. Um, but I think very consistently that became a thing in high school because okay. I was going from private school to public school, so I thought, I gotta, gotta I, fit in. Because these public school girls, I mm-hmm. mean, they they look cool. They got their makeup. They got their eyeliner. They have their mm-hmm. pajama pants. Going to class. Do you I don't not remember the, no, that trend. I don't think the cool girls. No disrespect to you if you wore pajama pants mm-hmm. in high school, but here's the deal: you probably weren't cool. No, nope, I'm gonna go ahead and be brave and say it. You were not cool if you but wore you pajama were pants in school. Well, again, <laughs> you were comfortable. No offense. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you were comfortable. You were comfortable. <laughs> and as somebody who very closely walked that line, I never, I never wore pajama pants, but I definitely wore sweatpants sweat pants, yeah. that could have doubled as pajama pants Which because they, they were not cute. They were not the joggers that you see today, the leisure wear that we see today. No, no. Mm-mm. They were... Back then it was like... 
They were frumpy, sweatpants. for lack of a better term. They were frumpy. So I walked that line myself. So I, that's why I feel comfortable saying this. Mm-hmm. Or the juicy sweatsuits. You remember those? I do. I had I had uh, one Off myself. Brand. Oh, no, you had well, juicy I mean, brand. So so Target, not Target, TJ Maxx had a uh, juicy thing for oh. a while. And it's like I couldn't buy the both pieces. It's like okay, I, I, so I had to buy one or the other. Ah. So the, the so color I got the didn't jacket. match. Okay. Yeah. Because I couldn't afford both pieces. So mm. <laughs> I had to choose, and I chose the jacket. I do remember the uh, full velour suits, though. I think those are popular again, which, cool. Honestly, respect. Right. They're comfortable. Yeah. They were really It's better than some of the shit that's coming back around. That's true. I.e. low-rise jeans. They can go straight to hell. If you can wear those, then... Also, Jenko jeans, wait for it to rain. It's not a great idea. <laughs> if they get any kind of heavy. Yeah, it's not great. Hem your pants, kids. Trust me. No, that's not cool. You let the ground hem the pants for you. They get and all I frayed and dirty so and many super edgy and pants cool. that were hemmed by, by the- Mother Nature <laughs> and rocks. <laughs> and rocks. <laughs> Did you ever trip over your own pants? Because you're kind of short. Yeah, so like, for sure I must have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it, it's a statistical, like- Probability. Probability, yeah, that I did. You just don't. You've repressed the memory. Possibly. Or mm. it happened so often that it just didn't even occur to me to remember. So so you mentioned, like, photos, that like, infamous photos. Mm-hmm. So yours is of you wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. Mine is uh, my mom used to shave my head to encourage my hair to grow back uh, <laughs> thicker. And my uncle saw me with a shaved head. I was, like, three. So he took me into his room really quickly, brought me back out, and he had me dressed as a monk. <laughs> so that is my childhood photo. My mom shaved my head to encourage my hair to grow. My uncle took that as an opportunity. Wow. But you know what? It kind of maybe worked. Uh, dude, it totally because worked. you've got a lot of hair. I, I do. Yeah, I, I have mean, a lot of hair. She used to break eggs in my hair because it's supposed to be good. It makes your hair smell like shit. Well, I'm sure. But yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean... Cooked eggs kind of smell not good, so no, but like raw eggs, eggs yeah. in your hair, and like you had to, she'd give you like a shower cap, and it's like three hours with like the egg yolk just, just going bad, going bad on your head, <laughs> on your head, yeah. But look at the locks that it gave you, though. I have really thick, thick hair, but yeah. it could also be genetics. I mean, who knows? I'm sure it's probably very largely genetics, yeah. But and maybe this Persian voodoo magic helped because. Yeah. Honestly, half of my hair is was on someone else's head, and it was taped into my head. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. My mom didn't love me enough to shave my head. Now I know that probably if she did shave it, my hair probably would have just been like, okay, Maybe, message received. Yeah. We're not going to come back. You don't want us here? We're not coming back. My, <laughs> my hair is the original stuck. salty broad. Yeah. Like, okay, bet. <laughs> and then I would just be bald or... I would be like balding. Like it would come back very vibrantly, but it would be just right here, like in the back of my head. So. You know, in some areas and <laughs> some time periods, that would have been like, damn, that girl's hot. Cause well, didn't the Victorians like shave their hair back to did. give themselves big foreheads? Yeah, because that was a thing. Yeah. Look at my seven head. Not even yeah. a forehead. <laughs> seven head. Yeah. Um, I, I got my first makeup kit when I was 11, actually. It was... You remember? Yes, because it was at Christmas, and it was this bright blue, like, um, makeup box that was, like, millennium blue, because 
I was, I turned 11 in 2001. So it was like, we're in the heyday of the mm-hmm. millennia, right? And it had this like, like very, like silvery blue eyeshadow with like this lipstick. And it, it was not a look, but I made it It was a in look. the 2000s, shimmery blue. I mean, Are you yes, kidding it me? It was totally the look, yeah. but like the pigment wasn't there because A, it wasn't great quality makeup. Right, it's but, kids' makeup. But also, like, I feel like even the good quality makeup back then just it was too light. It didn't it didn't work on anyone and it kind of just it wasn't very pigmented. It really. probably didn't work on darker skin tones, that right? Too, it probably for sure. worked on really pale people because I mean, yeah, anything goes anything. on good when it's like basically clear. <laughs> but, but if you have any kind of complexion, it probably it never really yeah. showed up, right? Yeah. Um, and then I, I in high school, I, I wore um, dark eyeliner. Just mm-hmm. it was just the eyeliner. Um, I wore foundation for a while when that cakey look was in, mm-hmm. and then tinted moisturizer. So, like, I've I've I followed some of the trends. I think. Around the 2010s when contouring and highlighting and baking, which I still don't understand what that is. I don't is. understand the bake either. I tried okay. it and I it don't just, know if it worked. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I put the yellow shit under my eyes and it <laughs> sat there and then I blew it off. But then what? Yeah. What, yeah, what, what are you supposed to do? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, bake. It just sounds like. <laughs> like easy bake oven, but on your face. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Okay, so at least you and I are in the same boat here. Yeah. Because I didn't go through all that effort. And, like, the precision eyebrows, That's that was way too much work for me. Like, I couldn't, I can't do it. So my makeup regimen now mm-hmm. is do it as fast as possible and make it as easy as possible for, for every day. Mm-hmm. Again, club wear or glitter wear is different. True. I guess it's its own beast. Yeah. Um, for me, very much same as you. I don't remember when my first makeup kit was given to me. Mm-hmm. I imagine it probably wasn't given to me for a very long time because I like to destroy my mom. So it's like, <laughs> why feed into the habit? Yeah. Um, but I do know in high school, I did ascribe to the very aggressive under eyeliner, um, kind of raccoon look. Probably congratulations or a, a thank you to the emo music that love uh, avril lavigne inspired absolutely avril lavigne almost everything i did was inspired by her i mean i did blue nails for like two years straight because mm-hmm. she had them on the cover of the losing grip album or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so i i yeah that was definitely her fault um it didn't really look that good on me but i didn't want to acknowledge that and i i don't really know when it started to shift maybe because I know my senior high school, I just didn't wear makeup because I was doing sports all the time. So it just, there was no point. So I think maybe in college, I uh, started changing up how I was doing it. And honestly, I think a large part of it was, you know, you can see in magazines or you see around what looks pretty. But I think YouTube tutorials was a big thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I remember what, like wanting to go out like to the club and being like, YouTubing like brown makeup tutorial or like glitter or something and just following along with the person it never turned out like the person's but it i got better you got closer yeah i got closer yeah yeah. and now being 30 my 31 eh, my my makeup routine is much more like skincare routine Mm -hmm. with mascara (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) because i could have all the makeup on in the world but if 
my shit is any kind of out of order, it's not going to look good. Mm-hmm. And I've done that. I've, I mean, been in, you know, musicals and things and had full face of makeup on. And you can see like all of the, the under eye wrinkles and the crow's feet and the things, if I'm not properly hydrated, did a bitch not drink enough water? Mm-hmm. Yes. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to stay on top of that stuff to make the makeup application even possible. Yeah. And skincare is so underrated and so, um, so important to, to your skin looking good, even with a full face of makeup. But I think now mm-hmm. I, for me, it's usually the same as you just said. I'll, if I'm going to the grocery store or something and well, usually I won't even do the mascara bit, but like if I want to look nicer, it's tinted moisturizer, maybe a little bit of brow gel and mascara. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Uh, okay. Who? I'm blanking on his name. Jeremy Reuner. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, I knew did you exactly. I did. I knew exactly where yeah. you go. That he used to be a makeup artist. And I think he said brows, eyes, lip. No. He said. Yeah. It was like brows, eyes, lips, and then like a little bronzer or something, didn't he? Or like a little blush, I think. Something said, like yeah. that, right? Because bronzer never used to be a thing until like. Coco Chanel. Was it even? Coco I don't know. Chanel? Coco Chanel got tan on she a cruise got tan, and but, came back. But bronzer, I don't remember it being a thing in the nineties. Oh, like yeah, I, don't I don't know. Rec- I don't remember it being a thing. Know. I remember it becoming really big in the early twenty tens when the whole contouring thing was mm-hmm. was popular. So, yeah. But you want you want to know like makeup has changed a lot, like mm-hmm. and evolved throughout time. But we like people have been wearing makeup since. At least the ancient Egyptians, 6,000 BCE. And it wasn't only women that were wearing makeup. It was both men and women. Uh, And, like, it was worn by all social classes, and it was considered godly. Mm, Interesting. So the most popular makeup for these ancient Egyptians was something called kol, um, K-H-O-L. It's a powdery black substance that's used to line the eyes. Uh, it's made from gray or uh, called, and I'm probably going to butcher this, um, galena. And the ancient Egyptians usually wore it with uh, powdery blue or green eyeshadow. But mm. kohol is actually predominantly used in the Middle East, still even to this day. And a lot of people, even in America, use it. Uh, my sister uses kohol. She doesn't use eyeliner. So, so where does one buy that? So um, a lot of people who typically wear it um, usually have a person or like a, a specific grocer or someone where they get it from. But you can buy it online in some in some places, and it's usually you usually have a um, it's a brass pot that you keep the powder in, and it you have this little applicator which is just it looks like just a small brass or metal. Um, wand very thin and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to kind of wet it with your eye. this is gonna sorry Lindsay. i know you're, you have a thing with eyes so you wet it with your eye what do you mean you wet it with your eye like like you you touch your eye where your eye line is wet and why so can't it gets you use moistened. something else like water no because you want you don't want to use contaminate your eye you want to keep it with your own but eye you're putting the shit in your eye you're putting though. the shit in your eye and it's supposed to be they claim that it's good and it helps protect you from the sun, but okay. you put the shit in your eye, right? Mm. Then you dip it in the, the, the container with the black powder. You get some of the powder on there. You're supposed to shake it off a little bit, and then you, you kind of just rub it in your eye line, and you close your eye. 
and it's supposed to perfectly line your eye. So instead of doing like black eyeliner inside your waterline on the bottom and the top, which mm-hmm. is something I do, um, you just kind of swipe it. Have you tried it? Does I it haven't work? because I I'm not going to use someone else's right stuff, and I haven't. I think next time I know someone that goes to the homeland, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna ask them to bring me some because the stuff that you get from there is different from I think the stuff you get online out here. But yeah, ancient Egyptians, and it's still used today. And it's still used today. That's actually kind of mind blowing, right? And like same type of. I mean, I'm sure maybe the the what you create, what you make with it has changed, but I don't think it's changed that much, you know. Well, well, like the isn't the like winged eyeliner? Isn't that like them? Isn't that the Egyptians? Yeah, they, isn't that they like were their all thing? about the eyeliner, yeah. Right, yeah. and I wonder, did they do that because like cats are sacred to them, right? Yeah, and Is I'm, I'm that sure because that because it makes you look more like a cat, i.e., more godlike. So yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. makeup was a way to grant favor, get gather favor from the gods. So makes sense, right? You, you mm-hmm. cats are holy, and you want to look like a cat, yeah. They also wore red lipstick by mixing fat and, uh, and some other minerals. Um, they used henna, which is also very used a lot today. Um, they invented blush. and Did they? Yeah. And what, what's like old school blush to them? Um, it, it, I couldn't find out what, mm. what was in it. Probably the same stuff on your lips, just lighter maybe? I, I'm assuming so because that was a very common thing and that is still a very common thing. If you're in a bind and you want... You need blush. You can use some of your lipstick mm-hmm. for your cheeks. True. Um, Cleopatra was even known to soak her ship's sails in perfume so the fragrance would reach Rome and Mark Anthony before she did. Now, I don't know a lot about <laughs> history, but it seems, mm, I'll say at minimum, financially irresponsible <laughs> because... <laughs> I've I mean, bought perfume before. Okay, yeah, but like Cleopatra's not going to Sephora to get some <laughs> of that Chanel number no. five. Okay, like she was like a whole ass ruler, right? Of an like, empire. Okay, so I think she had the money. But even like a whole ass ruler has a whole ass budget they have to adhere to, don't they? Do they? So is there a line item for perfuming my sales? I'm pretty sure um, the limit did not exist. Mm. Okay, so they dunked her shit in perfume, left it out to dry, put that shit up, and sailed to Mark Anthony. Yeah, and he could tell. He'd get, like, this whiff in the breeze and be like, Cleopatra's coming. Yes. Meanwhile, the peasants are like... I smell shit in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> Chanel number five. Yeah. My love is on the way. Yes. But, like, the peasants are probably like... Ah, someone's going to get ah, laid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another invasion. Damn it. <laughs> you know what? And who's... I think romance is dead. If that's what people were doing back in the day... Right? Shit. Fellas. I mean, like, apparently... My God. <laughs> she wrapped herself up in a rug and de- had it delivered to Caesar. So, like, Lindsay, this is how you get a man. So I just go to my local... Rug shop. Ashley Furniture. Say that one. Yeah, you know, I do a couch. Pull myself up. Yeah. Put me in the back of a U-Haul or something and deliver me. Yeah. Roll myself out. Maybe. Am I wearing clothes? You are wearing clothes, but like they're they're sexy clothes, right? They're They're sexy sexy clothes. clothes. And maybe what you could do is in that U-Haul, you can put little flag, you know, the little flags that they hang uh, over like um, if you get 
a piece of wood that sticks out of your truck or something, and you have to put a little flag on there so that yeah, people you put know. Yeah, a red flag so yeah, they know that. Flag. Yeah, dip that flag in some of your perfume first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to do that because the perfume's expensive. Well. So unless this is like cheap dollar store perfume, which probably doesn't smell very good. That probably wards off enemies. It doesn't attract them. Well, I mean... And I also don't think I want to lay in a rug rolled up in the back of a van. So what if you take a hard Yui? I can't do anything. Well, what if you unravel? Now you're you're in the back no. of the van. With a 200-pound rug. And you have to roll yourself back up. I don't you know. You have no help. I think just... The drama and the flair of the old days are gone. I think I'm just going to have to spray the perfume on and drive myself over for my date. So, okay. Darn. Well, then let's let's talk about the Greeks and Romans, okay? Okay, let's talk Since about them. Since we're on that subject, all right? So, makeup wasn't as intense or extravagant. So, you didn't have to go through hoops. You know, you didn't have to use your rug anymore to, to attract a man. They really Thank just God. wanted a more natural look anyway. <laughs> okay. But, like, not how you look normally. No, 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 no makeup. No, no. makeup. no yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So women would do that by using plants or fruits with lead-based dyes and mercury. Hey, a little column A, a little column do. B. Yeah, yeah. And it'll give, like, a light touch of color to your skin, uh, like your cheeks, Because your you're lips. poisoning yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're, you're definitely... Um, what era was something. this? This was the Romans, you this said? This is the Romans and Greeks. I mean, this shit continued for, like, hundreds of years. Thousands of years. Like, people didn't realize that mercury and lead were not great until quite a while later. But they, they used... Um, so while they did use facial powder, like you and I, they really knew the importance of skincare. So they used honey and olive oil as skincare products to either remove makeup or to moisturize the skin. Uh, to me, honey seems like it would be sticky, but like maybe they were producing it or mixing it in a different way. Maybe to, they, yeah. Maybe yeah. they mixed it with olive oil or something. They used eyeliner and brow liner because, again, the no makeup makeup look. Um, and it was made using olive oil and charcoal. They used swan fat or donkey milk to soften their wrinkles and the, and the ashes of snails to treat sores and freckles. Treat freckles? So yeah, freckles with, were, uh, with the ashes of snails. So you would take a snail, burn, burn him. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. Which, it, honestly, to me, like, of all the things that I've said so far, that seems, that seems, like, uncalled for. Like, what well, did the snail do to you? Like, well, also, why, what's he got that's going to cure my freckles? Right? My like, terminal freckles. I mean, geez. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a long lost cancer curing. Well, here's a, again, I'm no... You know, scientist. But if I were to take a snail and a, I don't know, piece of wood or a fruit, I don't know, and I burned all three of them into just ash, complete ash, is one of those items going to be more beneficial than the other if I've completely charred them beyond recognition into like a heap of ash? I don't know. You said the ashes of a snail. Okay, but like... What if I just rubbed a snail on me? I think yeah, that would moisturize your skin. Yeah, right? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe that music. would help. Music. Mucus. I know in Korean skincare, there's masks you can buy that have snail essence. I have no idea what the fuck that means. Is the essence that they squeeze a couple I, of I snails? Don't, I don't know. You can Google it and find out. I don't know. I just know that you can buy 
snail masks in K skincare. Um, and I, I think they're called, let's see. Um, yeah, oh yeah, you can totally buy them. Korean face masks, snail jelly. Okay, so it definitely is a... Um, they squeeze some snails and well like let's find out shall we let's do this in real time together all right yes she's googling it right now because i actually don't know snail mask what is it made out of yeah i'm sure what it could be is uh and here's my speculation while you're pulling it up it could be that they boil it and then use actual like gelatin powder oh somebody or, or, or they create here. gelatin with the Drew Barrymore allegedly raved about the trendy snail mucus mask. And she so has great skin. Be- yeah. See, this, so this beauty tester went and tested it out. And it's been shown to fade acne scars and hyperpigmentation, which a freckle is a hyperpigmentation, right? Okay. So so they're on to something. They're on to something. Maybe shouldn't have burned him. Yeah. Maybe you should have just squeezed him. So let's see. In nature, the mucin on snails acts as a defensive layer to protect their feet from environmental hazards, such as rough surfaces. So it's akin to little snail shoes. And <laughs> this makes the, it even sadder. The little snail shoes may be good for your skin. <laughs> so, oh, but they're shoes. Let's see. Uh, no snails are harmed in the process. Okay, all right. So once they've been cleaned, the snails are transferred onto mesh holders with large containers underneath that carefully collect the mucin as it is secreted. Fun fact, this process happens as snails pace. So as they they move, <laughs> pun intended, it says. So you can, feel free to laugh at that. Uh, I didn't find it funny, but go ahead and laugh. Taking nearly six hours before even a gram of mucin has been oh gathered. Oh my god! So there's just snails pacing back and forth on little grates, and people are collecting them, putting them on eye patches, and selling them for money. Yeah, how much are these eye patches if they're created using snails' paste? Because I mean, I would assume that they'd be super expensive, right? Um, you know, I don't know how much they cost. Let's see. But it makes me happy that the snails are not harmed during this. And they're just kind of chilling. They're doing their thing. And like... 23 bucks for five of them. Shut the fuck up. So what is that? Four dollars? A little over four bucks? Yeah. That's not terrible, no. actually. That's not... That's a lot of work, though, for these snails. What and if you like, just made your own mucin catcher? You just captured a few snails outside. And just kind of... Yeah. And then you just, like, Q-tip the goo off I of th- the... Great and onto your skin. What would happen? I don't know. Why don't you try that and let me know? No, I don't want to do that <laughs> at all. I don't have any interest in rubbing snake, snake, not snakes, uh, snails. I don't. I don't want to rub snail shoes on my face. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, what about this then? Okay? okay. So the ancient Romans also made toothpaste. You know, you you like dental hygiene, right? Yeah, I've been known to dabble in dental yeah. hygiene. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. they created a toothpaste that helped whiten your teeth, and it was made with uh, ammonia from uh, human urine. So what, the Romans were just brushing their teeth with piss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why they were drinking so much. Everybody's <laughs> breath smelled terrible. <laughs> what the hell? And also, wait a minute. Who who urinated, looked at that, and thought, you know what, this is this is going to waste. There's an opportunity here, a golden one. So they probably pissed, noticed that it stained something whiter. And what, you know what? See? 
See, we're thinking things through now. Well, I, okay. Would that have ever occurred to you? No, but nothing occurs to me. <laughs> so there's okay. that. I just don't know if I could do it. If I have a little jar of my pee and I'm dipping my whatever their version of a toothbrush is into the jar and then. Well, thankfully, you live in today. You're right. So. Although there are people out there that we found that do use urine as therapy for teeth and other things. skin and such. There are certain people everywhere, right? There are probably people that pick the snail off of their plant and just plant it on their face. I mean, okay, in ancient times, being pale was very uh, was consi- considered to be uh, beautiful, right? Well, isn't that because it was like you're not working out in the sun? Exactly, right? You, yeah. You're higher society, you're, you know. Right. So people would put leeches on their face. To, to literally make them anemic? Yeah, to, <laughs> to suck the blood out of their face uh, to be paler. Oh, Because they wanted awesome. that porcelain complexion. So I want juicy skin. I want wrinkle-free, juicy skin. Uh-huh. I feel like it's a little better to, instead of put leeches on your skin for a pale complexion... To put snails on to there? To put a snail on it. Just let him walk around. Then just, just go take a nap outside, Sapita, and see what happens. <laughs> like... Maybe a sparrow will take a shit on your face and you'll find that the <laughs> antioxidants in their poop give you a renewed vitality never known to man up until this point. I don't <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Now that I think about it, I think I'm good. I, yeah. I'm going I'm to hold off on that. Uh, um, actually, speaking of bird poop. Yeah. Nightingale feces. It's a nightingale poop. Oh, yeah. You're going to make a little face mask out of it? Yeah, and be a geisha. They did that. They what? rubbed poop on their face, on the, the white nightingale poop, put it on their faces, let it dry, and it was supposed to diminish wrinkles and be a great exfoliator. Now, why nightingales? I don't know. Maybe it's because they're elegant birds, but I think you could use a seagull's poop, and it would <laughs> yield probably very similar results. And I don't know and if you've you ever can, been crapped on by a bird. I have been. Mostly seagulls, actually. Okay. So, and it so was no, white, right? Well, some of it was white. Some of it. <laughs> it was white. Most of it was white. Well, I'm okay. But maybe there's something to be explored here. There's a lot of yeah. just money being thrown down the proverbial toilet. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I think someone should try it out. When you get... When you try it out and when you get no, some stats on it, because you're the science person, I'm just the right? idea man, though. No, no. See, it's no. <laughs> <laughs> not how that works. I do, I do the history of shit. You do the science of shit. And science requires study and a hypothesis. So you have a hypothesis. Time Somebody to, else can go to test do the it. other thing of the PEMDAS, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> PEMDAS is the order of operations for solving a mathematical equation. Okay, scientific method. <laughs> They're like basically the same thing. I mean, they're they're step by step guide. All right, one just has to do with math, the other one has to do with science. I got them mixed up for a second. Right, easily done. People have done I mean, worse things. Any, it could have happened to anybody. Honestly, it really could have. <laughs> with the American education system being the way it is, well, it's not. It probably could have happened to everyone. It's got flaws, but let's not blame the American education system for. What you I learned not in showing the up to class. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I lo- I. I went to the same school you did when these concepts were being taught. That's 
kind of true. So unless shit got real a lot better, which obviously by my sentence <laughs> you can tell that it didn't. If it got so much better in like the two <laughs> years I followed you, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So it, your logic. <laughs> just, Swiss cheese, bitch. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. All right. Let's All right, move make on up, to makeup. 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 In ancient China, did you know that they actually invented uh, nail polish in 3000 BC? And they With did it what? by mixing egg whites, beeswax, gum, and uh, colored powder. Oh. And it was, but it was mostly worn by um, high-ranking royalty or leaders. Uh, the high-ranking leaders wore silver or gold nail polish, while lower-ranking but still leaders uh, wore black or red nail polish, which, as someone who mostly wears black or red nail polish, mm-hmm. ouch. Um, but the poor class was forbidden from wearing any nail polish because oh. it was a status symbol. So I, I don't know if you found this in your research, but... Do you know how long the uh, nail polish lasted once you put it on? Is this no. like a dip gel where it's going to last for a few weeks? or No, but just from reading the ingredients, I think it, it would last as long as like normal normal nail polish for us. Okay, that's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like we have to put on a lot to get it to stay for like a full week. Well, and also think of it, if, it, if these are high-ranking leaders or royalty, they're probably not doing a lot with their hands as well so that would probably um help with the longevity of the nail polish um around 600 common era women started wearing very light colored foundations to start distinguishing themselves from the working class counterparts um they also wore bright red powder on their cheeks and darkened their eyebrows um, most of these pigments were made from boiling plants, animal fats, and spices, which sounds like we're making a soup, but, you know, you're also making some makeup. Um, so it's almost like people are cooking and they're like, you know what, I like that turmeric color. Yeah, yeah. Actually, ancient China was the first to have changing beauty trends, hmm. including changing the shapes and colors of their eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. kind of cool, actually. Yeah. And so, so China was the one that started to kind of get to introduce these tr- different trends and they continued well into the middle ages. Um, but during the middle ages, religion was kind of making its way into society in a way that it was dictating morality or perceived morality. So there was a correlation between makeup and deception so oh, women so you're had changing to your be, appearance, mm-hmm. so it's immoral, or uh, yes, because it's yes. just naturally deceptive in nature. Exactly, oh. and I think they were trying to. So in England, they were trying to distinguish themselves from their French counterparts, and you know, especially, I guess maybe a little bit later on in France or d- during this time, makeup was worn by both men and women um, as a form of art. Mm-hmm. It, w- it was a it was an art form in and of itself. Um, women worked on skincare instead to give the appearance of flawless skin and used home, uh, homemade recipes. However, okay. However, um, during the Elizabethan era, there was a new concept of beauty, a new trend of beauty that started to emerge and women started to pluck their eyebrows or even be like completely hairless 
in order to give the illusion of a big forehead. Sometimes these women would even shave off their, um, so they would shave their, what was this, hairlines back, shave off their eyebrows, and even pluck their eyelashes so that they could have. But, okay, have you ever seen a person with no eyebrows? Like, have you ever seen that photo? It's like Whoopi Goldberg. Has no eyebrows? Yeah, yeah. and like once you see it, you can't unsee it. No, no, for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? And I mean, it, it looks, it by today's standards, it probably looked kind of crazy. Yeah. So it, how are people looking at it going, mm, That is, yes. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You, I you don't look know. like a, a conehead, like attack from whatever the Mars or like with the conehead people. You look like that. So. Yeah, they probably, I mean, like Elizabeth Elizabethan. Who came up with this? Was it Elizabeth? I never saw her shave her so, head. So she, she did. Yeah, she did. did. She? Yeah, she 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 shaved her hairline, and uh, didn't have, or she line. shaved her uh, eyebrows too. But she might have drawn them in. But she also whitened her skin, and a lot of people, especially in court, used to whiten their skin using ceruse, which is vinegar and white lead. And it's thought that she she wore this to cover the scars on her skin and her skin was kind of messed up but the more she applied this and this is the same for a lot of people the more mm. they applied it the worse their skin became and it there are some people who actually even think that maybe that's what killed her in the end poisoning from the lead um they colored their cheeks so on top of whitening your skin with fucking white lead mm-hmm. they colored their cheeks and lips with egg whites um orkies Orchies, O C H R E S, and mercury. So, like, you're putting mercury on top of that. Then, coal tar was used as eyeliner, mascara, and an eyebrow pencil. And it smelled terrible and caused blindness. And it was also very flammable. <laughs> all of this, right? Like, all this bullshit that, that women in the, this time were doing to their skin, mm-hmm. it didn't have a great impact on their health. You know, I know, you surprise, surprise, right? You don't say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's thought that it played a major role in actually bringing the life expectancy of women down to 29 years of age. Dang, 29 years old? Yeah. You're, I mean, dude, you're putting, like, a ton of lead and mercury on your skin and blinding yourself with coal, tar. Yeah, but you look good, though. Do you? <laughs> well, do you? I mean, look at this saucy little number here that we all know today is Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth, Look man. at that. So you're right. She totally did shave her hairline. Yeah. She looks like the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. That might have been, yeah. The inspiration for that, maybe. Possibly. But I've, and when I say Queen of Hearts, I mean Tim Burton's Queen of Hearts, <laughs> not the Disney one. Yeah. I'd, she looks, uh, she looks unhinged. She looks like mm-hmm. an alien. But, like, if you could afford to do that, it made you look like you were higher up in society. Because the peasants probably couldn't afford to do any of that. Right. They look like you and I do today. Probably a bit more disheveled because life might have been a little harder back then. Might have been. I think probably, it probably was. A I'm, a, I'm a betting man. I would say that it probably was. Yeah. And you and I probably would have popped out a couple kids by now. Well, so. I don't know. I'd like to think that maybe I would have chosen a... Life as a washerwoman or something. <laughs> or a nun, and you could just drink a bunch of That's ale. That's right, six, yep. six pints of ale and yeah. sing some chants and call it good. But then I'd also be going through the streets calling you guys, like, Harlots. whores and yeah. harlots and, yeah. Yeah, well, 
But you know what? If you had just waited a couple more years, these whores and harlots would not wear any makeup again. Because, really? yeah, in the, in the Victorian era, um, upper class women didn't wear any makeup as it was only used for stage actresses and hoes. So, so hoes equals makeup. Yeah, or like working class Victorian women era. wore makeup still. But yeah, sta- but actresses who, which, you know, during that time period, actually, they figured if you were an actress, you were also a whore. Right. So. Well, I think it's because where they were performing was associated with a lot of that kind of activity, right? Like, yeah, stages in bars and brothels and things like that, right? As yeah, and these are wor- working women, right? They don't mm-hmm. have husbands. They do, they're not tied to right. a man, so they have that freedom to sleep with your man. Um, so instead these upper class women used to pinch their cheeks and bite their lips to give them a more rose colored look so like let's say you you and i are hanging out in a meadow right because you know as as yeah victorian women casually did you know we're in a jane austen novel okay and you're like it's always a nearby meadow yeah and you're like sapita mr wimbley's coming Quick, slap me across the face so I, I get some rosy cheeks. So I would bitch slap you in preparation for the man who's courting you to come and say hi. And he'll be like, oh, she looks so flushed. She's so healthy. She's Meanwhile, you're like, my I'm cheeks I'm like extremely <laughs> malnourished. And you, you, now I just slap the shit out of you yeah. so you're in pain too. Yeah. Well, dang. Well, if you ever want me to do your makeup for you before you go out <laughs> on a date with the one salty researcher, let me know. I will lotion my hands up and I will stretch out my knuckles and they'll be ready to go. I'm going to loosen my wrists on the way over here and I will give you the blushing of your dreams. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Oh, thank you. It's a real friend. So, you know, subtle ways to look a little extra, you know, give yourself a little spats, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So another subtle way would be by dilating their eyes with a plant called belladonna isn't that like poison isn't yeah. that plant like super poisonous so like yeah like long-term use you know kind of just led to blindness right but you look good though yeah, yeah. and your eyes yeah. are like you know you look like you just so what do you look like drugs. though do you look like yeah you're on drugs <laughs> yeah so i mean was, like or like an anime character <laughs> <laughs> but you know what like didn't they do like cocaine as well couldn't you just what do you mean arguably wouldn't cocaine be less dangerous than putting belladonna in your eyes i mean probably are you talking about putting cocaine in your eyes or no putting cocaine the traditional way doing cocaine the traditional way wouldn't that make your eyes get all big yeah i'm assuming so right yeah but are they gonna get as big as belladonna though i don't know okay well i don't know that might be why the victorians were doing that because bigger is better and I don't, or maybe they did both. I mean, maybe they their eyes hurt from the belladonna, so they're like, how do I make this go away? Oh, do some cocaine about oh, it. I yeah. feel better now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going blind, but I feel good. I don't know. I mean, and it wasn't for several years later, in the 1920s, that makeup started to become cool again because of Hollywood movie stars. So the, tr- and, and, and within the, you know. So when Hollywood became a thing, makeup became cool again. Makeup became cool again, because now you're seeing these women on the screens, and they're wearing all this, like, Dark makeup, right. red lips, you know, in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, thin eyebrows of the 1990s, God help us. Um, My eyebrows have not recovered from that era. I never went as thin as they did, but I went thinner and they've never recovered. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
word to the wise kids. I know it might seem like thin eyebrows might be a good choice, but... Just ignore brow trends. Just pick Honestly. one that fits your face. Because, sorry, fellas, ladies, everything in between. The thick eyebrow thing that was very popular, it didn't look good on everybody. It looked no. really good on some people, but it did not look good on everybody. Just like the thin eyebrows. Pamela Anderson rocked it. But, like, I can't but do that. I can't do I, I, that. Yeah, no I can't. Way. It's not going to look good on me. Mm. But... So in the nineteen uh, in the nineteen hundreds, um, so like I, I mentioned, uh, lipstick, right? Red lipstick. Uh, allegedly, Elizabeth Taylor banned other women on set from wearing red lipstick because she wanted to be the only one to wear lipstick. I, red lipstick. I don't even need to fact check that. I feel like that just makes sense. It does. It sounds right? like something she'd do. A hundred percent uppity bitch. Um, in the nineteen thirties, a product called Lash Lure was sold in the U.S. as a permanent mascara. Um, it permanent? Blind- permanent, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It blinded more than a dozen women and killed one. Nice. Uh, wow. When waterproof mascara was introduced in 1938, it was made with 50% turpentine. So that's great for your eyes. Dude, what if you, like, walked by a candle? What? <laughs> Dude. Or you're like you went to blow out your birthday cake. <laughs> and then your your face would be on fire. Yeah. Yeah, for uh, sure. Dang. sure. But you know what? If you cried, it wouldn't run. <laughs> At least there's that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but during this time, pale skin was still considered more desirable. Until Coco Chanel mm-hmm. just got a little extra crispy one time on vacation and she had photos taken of her and you know, Suddenly, I, a bunch <clears throat> of Americans are like, damn. That actually looks good. Yeah, it looks good. So that's when fake tan products were uh, invented. Now, I think that story is told as Coco Chanel doing that on purpose. I refuse to believe that. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was Coco Chanel was out on a cruise. She got a little too lit, fell asleep in the lounge chair, as one has done. And just owned it. And just woke up and was like, oh, fuck. And then, yeah, she's like, well, I'm a... F- fashion person mogul yep. lady and i'm gonna just make everybody think this was on purpose mm-hmm. and luckily for her it worked out and nobody found out that that was an accident yeah that's my theory and you cannot convince me otherwise <laughs> because if it was so desirable to have pale skin i just don't imagine yeah she definitely wouldn't have done it you know what no. i mean so i see she you, was Coco. also french though so it could I don't, I don't know i don't know maybe yeah maybe she's like this is bullshit i want to have the the dark skin. Yeah. Maybe she saw some Italians and was like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. That looks good. She's Let like, me try it. Yeah. Maybe she banged a nice Italian fellow and was like, this would look good on me too, I bet. Yeah. Maybe. So. Thanks, yeah. Coco. For, for fake tanner. Yeah. For, well, for fake tanner. Yes. I did uh, when I was younger <laughs> and I hate to even admit this. <laughs> um there was a very brief time in my younger college years that I, you know, wanted to be tan and things. So I thought the tanning beds were the way to go. Oh, no. Of course. Uh, my stint with that didn't last very long because my fear of skin cancer was overwhelming. Which is, you know what? Good for you. Yeah, thank you. But the few times that I did do it, I, uh, and I don't actually even know if they're still popular anymore. This will date me, though. The stickers that you could get to give yourself basically a sun tattoo. 
Oh, like the heart. The, they had a heart, or, a star, a Playboy, Playboy bunny. bunny. Yep. yep. And you put the sticker on and your tan hip. in there. You put it on your yes. hip because, you know, your you're girl a did that. Oh, yes. I had the star. <laughs> 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 I thought it was super cute and edgy. Yep. yep. And I think I had the heart at one point. I never went to the Playboy bunny. Mm, um, I did the Playboy bunny. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> was it on your hip too? Yeah. Oh! But I didn't I didn't tan in a bed. I just went outside. Where'd you get the sticker then? Oh, I had a sticker. But you, from where? You remember those machines that you used to put like a quarter in yeah. and get a sticker? Yeah. Yeah, I used one of those. And then you went out in the sunshine out by the beach or something and just tanned no, with the sticker Yeah, I just on? went out in my backyard for 30 minutes and there you go. With the, the, with, Playboy, bunny with the Playboy bunny tanned sticker. onto your body. Mm-hmm. We used to also, because, you know, I am brown. Yes. So we used to get henna, and you could draw whatever pattern you wanted. Go outside in the sun. Yeah, and bake it on there. Yeah, bake it on there. So what'd you draw? The Playboy bunny? Did Um, it look like a bunny? Actually, you're a pretty good artist, so it probably looked like a No, but I'm not with henna. I'm not with henna. So I don't don't remember what it was, but yeah. Yeah, we did. That was a, you know what? Early 2000s trend. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was definitely a... 2000s i would even say maybe early 2010s trend and and now it seems like we're going with the whole less is more approach but i could be completely out of sync with what the youngins are doing nowadays i don't really know (laughs) what they're doing but what i do know is that they don't go through an awkward phase Mm -hmm. and honestly what the fuck? On, yeah. You know what I mean? Where's their, like, frosted eyeshadow? Oh, yeah. Where's their makeup mistakes? Where, where's their gross, brace-laden school photo that haunts your dreams and your mm-hmm. grandma's hallway wall? Where's that? Yeah. Because, first of all, that period of my life, though painful emotionally and sometimes physically, physically yeah. it was character building. Because Mm -hmm. I can't rely on my good looks. I have to have a personality. And it's not like you had a YouTube video to watch. Nope. There was no, like, (laughs) let's come up with a shimmery eyeshadow tutorial together. No, No, there was. You hear that, kids? Back in our day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You had to figure it out on your own. And we didn't figure it out. No, we did not. We did not. It took years and years. And I still had to use things like YouTube. But now with like TikTok, I almost feel bad though because it's like um, almost immediately there's a pressure to look good, right? Like at least we had some grace. And like like, naturally good, right? Yeah. Yeah, because our grace, like you see people come in and like you could see the foundation color. Right. Everybody looked like shit because everyone was figuring it out. But not anymore. So I I actually do kind of feel bad because if I was young now, because I'm not really artistic with makeup and hair and things like that, Mm -hmm. not naturally anyway, it takes a lot of time. So I don't think I would have thrived as a younger person in this era because the pressure like to be that talented and all that stuff to look, to look good, but like make it look like this is natural, right? Like I'm just naturally this pretty and woken and dewy and glowy and all these things like, well, it, and like with social media now, they they're making these TikToks. They're on, are they on Instagram? I don't know if kids yeah. are on Instagram, but yeah. I know for sure they're on TikTok, right? Yeah. Like, they can't hide the way we did in our MySpace days, because MySpace, when when it came to makeup, it was kind of like an art form, you know. Now it's makeup is and with filters. I mean, it's even worse, man. True. I don't like the filters though, because like I've been working. Okay, so I'll be, like, working, and then I'm, like, I need 
two and a half minutes to fuck off. So I'll open Snapchat. I won't even like send a snap. I'll just go through the filters and see which funny ones there are. But then occasionally there's one that gives you makeup or it enhances a feature or and it you're gives like, your God skin damn it. like clear, glowy complexion. And you're like, wow, that's, and then you just swipe back and forth between the filter and not the filter. And you're like, well, this fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this is what I could look like if I, I don't know, had good skincare, drank a gallon of water, exercised, ate healthy, changed my life basically from tip to toe but (laughs) But see here you're 30 and you're thinking of it like that right you're thinking of it as if i was healthy if i was drinking enough water maybe i can look a little bit better these kids are probably seeing these filters and it's probably altering their brain chemistry as to a what they're expected to look like and Mm. b what they do actually look like Mm -hmm. right it could i mean i imagine especially if you're like young right so if Mm -hmm. you're like eight or nine ten I think of like 10 year old me, good God, if I had access to stuff like this, Mm -hmm. I don't think my biggest concern would have been if my fifth grade math teacher was going to give me gummy worms on my birthday or not, (laughs) (laughs) which was definitely a concern of fifth grade Lindsay at the time. (laughs) Was it? Oh, Oh, big. Did you get it? No, she didn't really like me very much. What a bitch. She claims she did, but I know better. I know she didn't like me. But jokes on her. I used to keep a tally in the back of my math notebook how many times she rolled her eyes in class. And it was very high count. So, oh, you were so cool. I was petty even back then. I know you were. But I mean, like, <laughs> but, but uh, like, honestly, why would the number of her rolling her eyes make any difference? Um, I don't. I I got joy from like watching her do this thing that I thought was annoying or stupid, <laughs> and seeing her do it a lot, right? Because it was this adult I didn't like, and her her main thing was she would always say regardless of the fact or I think sometimes grammatically she said it incorrectly it was like irregardless of the fact or something that was like her catchphrase and so I would tally that I would tally when she'd roll her eyes every like character flaw it was me just like tallying out her character flaws because it made me feel good like do you guys see how crazy she is she rolled her eyes 15 times today (laughs) and people were like it doesn't matter like nope it matters to me (laughs) because she didn't give me any fucking gummy worms so you're sitting there because she didn't give you gummy worms mm-hmm. and you're like, this bitch. She tallying used- her yeah, character she's flaws. Like, yeah. Like she used the wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm so superior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I, know. Okay. I was destined to be a part of this podcast. You were. I mean, this is, <laughs> this was written in the stars. This was written in your fifth grade notebook. This was. Yep. I didn't know I was going to end up here. And the culmination of all my little petty acts. I didn't know they were going to end here, but thank God. Honestly, they're here. here. Well, I'm about to say something that's going to make you feel real petty. Okay. Okay. So makeup should be kept in a cool, dark place. When kept under those pristine conditions, sealed makeup will be good for two to three years. Sealed like never opened. Sealed meaning never open. Creamy products will go bad sooner. <laughs> now, uh. hold on, hold. It's recommended that okay. you throw away your makeup after every after three years. How many makeup products do you think you have that are older than three years old? Or I guess the question would be because this is the same for me. How many products do you have that are not over three years old? Do I have to answer this question? Because <laughs> I have blush that is at least 15, 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm trying to decide if I should answer this question or not. Um, <laughs> so you said cream goes bad faster, right? Yeah, apparently. I'm going to assume that means like lipstick. Yeah, I have. Yeah. All right. So uh, when I started high school, uh, I think I was starting high school. It was either my freshman or sophomore year. Uh, my mom was like a super homie and was like, let's get you some back to school makeup. Because I think I was oh, saying that I is the coolest fucking right? thing. I didn't feel good about my my parents. Mm-hmm. And she's like, let's help you out. Let, like, let's te- let's see if somebody can show you how to They'll do some makeup on you and we'll buy some of the things that they put on you. And then you'll see how they did it. And you can replicate it when you go to school. I thought, sweet. Awesome. So we went to the uh, Urban Decay counter in Macy's mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the makeup artist there was super awesome, put some stuff on me. Um, and I think even for the time, maybe that was a little edgy because it was like blue and green and stuff. And I have blue eyes and I think that was always like a no-no. Like, mm. Don't do the same color as your eye. Mm-hmm. But it actually looked cool, whatever. So we bought that. I still have that palette, that mm-hmm. eyeshadow palette. But, but at the time, they had these things called pocket rockets. And these pocket rockets were lip glosses that um, at the top had holographic men on them. So you uh, tip it one way and it like the the colors were all named after men. So it would be like Kirk. And he's <laughs> just in, a like, random like yeah, Steve. Just man, yeah, literally yeah. just random men's names. And so Kirk is wearing like a colorful jacket and like Jenkos or something like that. And, you know, he's, he's like trendy looking. Mm-hmm. And then you tilt it the, uh, tilt it the other way. And then it's Kirk with no shirt on. <laughs> ah, nice. Very nice. Right, very right. Nice, and so nice. on the outside of the, the package, it says that you could rub the um, lip gloss for your dose of pheromones. So they allegedly put pheromones on the fucking packaging of the lip gloss. <laughs> I still have those lip glosses. Oh my God. <laughs> and Do you wear them? I have, which is probably not safe. <laughs> Um, so, uh, let's yeah. see. Because apparently, expired makeup can cause acne, rashes, staph, and eye infections, oh, and God. styes. Oh, But, dear. don't worry, Lindsay. I can tell you how to tell if your makeup is expired. Although, judging by how old that shit is, and how old some of the shit I have is, I can almost guarantee you that it is. However, if it has a bad smell, you should probably throw it away. If it's changed color, so if it oxidizes, it can turn, like, a little orange. If it changes in texture. And apparently with skincare products, um, they last about nine months. So you even have less time with them. But that being said, since I'm thinking about it, skincare, it doesn't last me nine months. It'll last me, like, six months if I'm really good about it. But usually Mm -hmm. I'll go through it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, before we move on, I really need everybody to know that there's an article on the internet from this year that is saying that, um, let's see, what date is this? Posted the 26th of February of this year. Okay. Okay. Dustin and Rashad, the newest faces of the Urban Decay Pocket Rocket lip gloss. So I don't what? know if they still exist, but if they do, God bless. Because one of them is this dude in like tiny little underwear and he's holding an axe. <laughs> and the other one, he's like 
flexing in these like blue boy shorts <laughs> and that is hilarious i hope these are still around and if they are we should get one yeah we should because now then maybe i can throw away the other ones <laughs> yeah <laughs> That, that's what you were waiting for. You just needed to replace them, Lindsay. Yeah, I might keep the tops, though, because they are pretty funny. I'll, you know what? I'll have to show you them, and then you can decide if they're worth keeping. Yeah. But they are pretty hilarious. But Okay, imagine this, right? Mm-hmm. Every two to three years, you have to replenish your concealer, your foundation, your blush, translucent setting powder. You said three months? Uh, no, every two to three years. Oh, two, did I say, years. Did I Sorry, say months? I, don't, I think my brain autocorrected oh. to months. Sorry, Your setting powder, your mascara... Your neutral eyeshadow, your defining eyeshadow. Because so for for those who don't wear makeup out there, you need a neutral color, but you also need a darker color to help define. Eyeliner, lipstick, contour or bronzer, your eyebrow pencil or gel, your lip liner. You have to replenish all of that. The one salty researcher um, says that their women spend in their lifetime an estimated fifteen thousand dollars. On makeup alone. Holy shit. 15 grand? 15 grand. Woo! And this is just the average woman. This is not like... <laughs> this is not any anyone else. Well, do you consider yourself average or <laughs> below average? I would consider myself below average. You know what? Whoopsies! Ahem. <clears throat> We're I'm trying sorry. to do a show here, Sabita. I am sorry. I am if sorry. You, if you could tell your adoring public to hold the fuck off, I would be much appreciated. I fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? No, I'm just That's kidding. true. That's true. I'm just Yeah, kidding. I would say that I'm below average because I don't buy makeup. I mean, there's a reason why all my makeup's old, right? I don't buy new shit unless I need to replace something. I just have a hard time believing that eyeshadow... Unless you're like rubbing that shit in your eye and like reapplying it, dipping it, in, like double dipping, I have a hard time believing that that is gonna be bad. Okay, so here is another question that I don't know if you want to answer. How often do you clean your brushes? That one I'm better about. I would say maybe, and this is probably not often enough, but I would say like once a month. Okay, see, that's good. So I think that might help the longevity of your eyeshadow. Right, I mean, and so I'm not. So I like I have a brush cleaner and I'll spray it on this like scrubby thing, and it's more like if I know I'm gonna use that brush, so I don't clean all of them all at the same time. It's more like if I know I'm gonna be using one of them, mm-hmm. then I'll clean it. Okay. Which maybe leaving it on there for however long before I use it again is maybe not good, but I try to clean it. Okay. I don't know. I'm not perfect, but I no, do try. No, but I mean, the thing is, as as long as you are cleaning it, right? Because I'm sure there's some people out there who don't clean it, and for those people, I tell you that you. Clean your damn brushes. Like your hairbrush too. You gotta wash that shit. I don't know if no one's told you this or not, but I'm your mom now. Clean your hairbrushes. Clean your makeup brushes. What else do they need to do? Floss? Floss. <laughs> Floss. <laughs> At least daily. If you're not doing it daily, a couple times a week. A couple times. Um, the beauty industry generates about $170 billion worldwide. That doesn't surprise me at all. Honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like higher would have even made more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, did you know that in Morrisville, Pennsylvania, a woman must get a permit before she wears makeup? Is that like one of those weird like, laws that like doesn't yeah. ever really get enforced, but technically there's... there's it's written down. Yeah. Like in uh, 
Yeah, there's like places where I forget some of the other ones, but like ones like you can't wave to a whale while you're driving, but it's like a landlocked state. So who's coming up with this shit? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, did all these politicians just, I don't know, they just got together and had some liquor and just thought, what can we do here? Or they just took a bunch of drugs and they're like, you know what? They probably just took a bunch of drugs, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I, if I lived in Morrisville, Pennsylvania, as a woman, I would start like picketing just to get it appealed. I mean, just to just change to be problematic. Law. Yeah, just to just to like be a little stinker and just <laughs> cause a problem. But also because like, what if some honorary cop, right? Like, I what if like you get pulled over, right, for speeding or something? And maybe the cops like having a bad day, and maybe you're having a bad day too, and you're and he's not like, did nice. You, did you get a man's permission to wear the makeup? Right, and he hits you with the one two on this permit thing, and you're wearing some mascara, and then all of a sudden, like, what's the what's the penalty if you're wearing makeup and you didn't get a permit? I think it just depends on the judge's it- bad day too. <laughs> Forty years in prison. Oh my Why? god. <laughs> what are you in for? Chapstick. <laughs> 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 but it's not that's not makeup is, is chapstick considered makeup uh, why not if it's like maybe if it's tinted like at what point does chapstick go from skincare to makeup if there's a shimmer hey if there's a tint you know what the right lawyer will argue that skincare is makeup that's the wrong or lawyer like chapstick, you're trying to get out of jail free here you know, in morrisville like, pennsylvania uh, okay, so do you have anything else? Because I'm gonna, I, I can leave you with one last tidbit if you have none. No, leave it with me. You just, uh-huh. you've got me whipped you. up into a frenzy okay. here. That's, so I'm gonna just, I'm so. gonna add the little one two here. Dermatologist tested does not mean dermatologist approved. I feel like that mm-hmm. makes sense though, and I feel like that's just makeup company's sneaky way of being like, someone tested it. We're not gonna tell yeah. you what the results were, but we tested it. <laughs> we did mm-hmm. our due diligence, right? But they can also. I think makeup's kind of, for the most part, not very regulated, right? No, it's not. The FDA doesn't give a shit. Like, unless they see people going blind and shit, they're not really... And as long as you're not putting, like, turpentine yeah. anymore and, and other things into the stuff, I think you almost have free reign. So, yeah, except for some color additives and a few, like, prohibited items, uh, cosmetic manufacturers may use any raw material as cosmetic ingredient and market a product without the approval of the FDA. So our bird poop line of skincare is still fully an option. Yeah, as long as it doesn't cause salmonella of the face, I think we should be fine. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Sound guy Dan's going to test it for us. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, before he has a chance to (laughs) to add a rebuttal, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Two Salty Broads. You can email us at twosaltybrods at gmail.com. I'm Spita. And I'm Lindsay. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay stay salty. salty.